is up everybody welcome back to underground stars season four and today i'm here with the nate Sig. what's up man how you doing i'm doing good man how you doing good i like that uh the poster behind you that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, like the that's dark side of the moon yeah yeah, yeah. so I, yeah big floyd fan <laughs> i i like floyd I just never like you know sat down and fully listened to a lot of their stuff. I know like you know some yeah, of their big, popular songs, but yeah, big discography. So yeah. you definitely gotta, like <laughs> dive deep. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely one of my favorite bands. All right, so before we start, how's uh, how's everything? How's life? How's your Thanksgiving? If you you know you celebrated it. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Just had some family over. Mm-hmm. Um, brother came to town, so like my grandpa and stuff. So that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything's been pretty chill. Just working hard on music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of, how did you, you know, how did you get get into making music and all that? Um, I've always like been a music fan, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. like we were talking about Floyd, like definitely early on. Mm-hmm. Like my dad played a lot of like classic rock and stuff, so like a lot of seventies rock kind of got me into that first. But then, kind of like middle school, I discovered like Kanye. Mm-hmm. Got more into like the production side of hip hop, so that kind of like drew me in. And then, um, and like high school, I like kind of dabbled writing songs with my friends and stuff. We'd mm-hmm. like kind of just mess around for fun, but nothing really like too serious. And then I went away to school for one year, um, my freshman year, and uh, it just like wasn't really for me. I was actually like making music while I was in school. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, like, made me realize that's more of, like, what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah, left after my first year. Um, actually went to school for, like, engineering to learn oh, how to, like, right. mix and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just completely went a different route towards mm-hmm. music. But, yeah, around that time, like, senior year high school, freshman year college, I, like, really got into it. So, do you mix most of your stuff and engineer most of your stuff? Or do you have... Yeah, everything. Yeah, okay. pretty. Uh, yeah, everything I have is uh, mixed, mastered by me. And then the production side of it, do you like do a lot of it as well, or? I I used to. Um, I took a little break from producing once I started putting out music this year, and I kind of like turned into a pretty long break. <laughs> um, yeah, I just started focusing more on like the uh, the mixing and like yeah. just songwriting and stuff as I put out more music. And yeah, definitely need to get back into it, but um, haven't been producing too much lately. And yeah. you said you started, did you start like putting out music this year? Yeah. So, um, as the Nate Cirk, I've kind of been putting out music for like three years on mm-hmm. SoundCloud now. Um, but my first like official stuff was this year. Okay, so yeah. like February or not like on Spotify, Apple music, all that stuff was this year. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of had like a reset this mm-hmm. year, removed all my stuff from SoundCloud and yeah. started fresh but yeah and do you see like did you notice a big kind of jump of uh audience wise from that yeah definitely okay. um i think part of it was like i just like realized i think i was like ready i mm-hmm. felt my music was like in a place where i could put it out to like a bigger audience i guess mm-hmm. um and definitely like that first song i put out my first single calcination did really well and mm-hmm. um yeah, that song kind of just opened a lot of doors for me. Yeah, just like networking and stuff. But yeah. that's cool. That's I know a lot of people who've done kind of the same thing. Like they had stuff on SoundCloud, but then they kind of were like, "Okay, I'm ready to take it like to the next level," and yeah. removed everything and did like f- proper releases like on all like DSPs and everything. 
Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what SoundCloud's great for. It's like mm-hmm. building an audience. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was like building my Instagram up, and I got like a decent amount of SoundCloud followers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was like the, the early era. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like during like that whole early era to like your transition, what was did you kind of find it hard to like market? that new music or anything or was it just kind of you had that base already so you didn't really worry about marketing that much um yeah especially towards the end i was like kind of going that direction like musically mm-hmm. and i started like networking more with people in that like more producers and more rappers mm-hmm. like doing the type of music kind of i was doing um so yeah i don't know it kind of just felt like it was like a natural yeah. transition that was like the sound i knew i wanted to go mm-hmm. with like when it was time to officially put out stuff yeah that's always nice though having that just making it feel at least more natural than it would be yeah definitely because like a lot of the early stuff was like just trial and error and it was Mm -hmm. like definitely all over the place like i don't know i probably wrapped on every type (laughs) you could find but Mm -hmm. like yeah eventually you just figure it out which um kind of bridging into the whole marketing thing you you're part of feedback loopers right yeah yeah, yeah. kind of what what i know because i know um i know the name i'm not gonna say the name because i feel like i'll screw up the name but um he does the uh the let's rap on mondays um, yeah all right <laughs> okay that's how you say it um because yeah. i know he's part of it i know um i want to say seven's part of it if i'm yeah, fully yeah, correct yeah part of it. and then mm-hmm. i know I know, like, two more. I'm blanking on their names. But how did that kind of come together for you? Yeah, so I'm, like, one of the early, uh, like, the newest members of mm-hmm. Feedback Loopers. Um, it was a collective that started by, I don't know if you know, like, Tendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, like some, like, Xerces, um And, like, guys like RY were, like, yeah. some of, like, the early guys to start it. But, um, yeah, it kind of just, like, grew as a collective and... Once I kind of put out that, like, first official single this year, that kind of got me into, like, the whole Twitter, yeah, like, uh, community. Because, mm-hmm. like, Xerces reached out to me. That kind of, like, brought me into it. Um, so I, I, like, became friends with them this year. And mm-hmm. we were in, like, group chats together. We'd, like, share music and um, collabed with a few of them. And then, like, yeah, just after, like, a few months of, like, developing relationships with them. Yeah. Um, a few of us, like, I don't know if you know, like, Drew Sweat was added in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they just, like, added a, a few of us. But, yeah. yeah, it's definitely, like, a nice, tight group of people. Yeah. I've, I've like, because I, I've noticed everyone, as of recently, has either been dropping a lot of, like, dropping new songs. Or there, there's yeah. just been a lot of work being put out by people within the group. Yeah, and it's a... Uh, I, I, I tweeted, yeah, I tweeted it out the other day that, like, I, like, that I noticed that, but... Yeah, is yeah. there anything that y'all that you can like say that y'all are like working on like together or is it mainly right now every individual is working like on their own thing um definitely it, it's weird because it, it didn't really happen on purpose like everyone's been dropping all year mm-hmm. but it seems like towards the end of the year everyone's just like going off now like mm-hmm. dropping which is pretty cool and a lot of collabs within mm-hmm. the group too but it's probably like looking towards the future a lot more just collabs mm-hmm. between the group um we definitely do want to do like a tape that's yeah. been like in the talks for a while um and we're like hoping we can like finally like meet up as a group and have mm-hmm. some like studio sessions and stuff yeah. so like 2022 hopefully but mm-hmm. um yeah it seems like the collabs are 
definitely like happening yeah. a lot now, which is pretty cool. I got a few with some people coming out. So oh, hell yeah, 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 yeah. Those uh those kind of meetups are super cool because we did one. I know it was this year. It was early this year, April May ish, and it was a lot of people from like that whole Twitter community. Yeah. Like it was me, there was Drake Beats, I don't know if you know about him. Think um, so, yeah. A lot of just artists, producers who are like heavy into that whole Twitter community. We had like an Airbnb for about a week over here in in uh, Dallas. Oh, right. And it was just great vibes all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. When everyone mm-hmm. it's like the energy's a mess. Oh, yeah. Especially like with like COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like there just hasn't been like that collaborative yeah. like energy in a while definitely need that yeah so your latest ep it's an, it's an ep right yeah yeah okay. <laughs> i'm always i'm always cautious because i know on um i know like on spotify apple music they all have like different you know categories like they have like that album but then you could have like an album but it labels it as an ep or the other way around yeah, it's weird i don't know <laughs> but but yeah it's weird. <laughs> How was that, like, the whole creative process, marketing and everything towards that? Um, so that was kind of coming off of my first CP somehow, some way, and that was more, like, a little chiller, lighter mm-hmm. production, I guess. So um, a lot of it had to do with the music I was listening to at the mm-hmm. time, too. I just getting into, like, some harder stuff, and I kind of realized, like, I didn't have any music to perform either mm-hmm. that would go, like, pretty hard. Yeah. Um so I definitely just wanted to uh, experiment mm-hmm. on some like harder production, but still kind of have it be m- me mm-hmm. with like the sample heavy production still. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I tried to kind of bring what I did with the first AP to the second one, just with like heavier production, more like Martian type yeah. songs. <laughs> but yeah, that was because uh, that was one of the things. Whenever you submitted your. Uh like interest for season four like for every like yeah. person who submits it i always ask like what music do you have out so i can go check it out and definitely that was one of the things i'm like all right i have to you know make sure <laughs> i get him on season four <laughs> but is that kind of like something you look i guess into whenever you're making music is like the whole oh i need to have like certain songs for performances or is that kind of like you know if it's cool to perform i'll perform it you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I thought about it more so with the second EP, EP mm-hmm. because I had like a good amount of workout yeah. at that point. So I was like kind of looking back on my discography and like, I mean, there wasn't much <laughs> to it, but <laughs> I definitely like, I didn't have much like harder stuff and I've always enjoyed like rapping over mm-hmm. harder beats and yeah, I mean, I haven't even, like, performed yet. Like, it's something I still need to do. But, like, yeah. I just realized, like, I'm getting close to that point. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted some stuff that could go hard and, like, go hard in the car, too, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like also, like, the seasons and kind of, like, the weather effect. Mm-hmm. Like, when I draw my music, too. So, like, I felt like the first EP somehow, somebody was more of, like, a summer. Yeah like warm weather vibe and like this dropping like the the week before halloween was very like i don't know it has like a darker vibe to it too so yeah (laughs) i definitely feel like that's something super underrated that not really or at least not like kind of like up-and-coming artists really think about is the seasons because yeah like um what was it i think it was two years ago 
Bryson Tiller dropped like his second album or his third album, and he dropped it like October ish, November ish, and it was a total yeah. like you know, tra- a trapsole sequel pretty much. Yeah. But it just didn't feel like a October November album. It felt like a deep winter no December album. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but it's just not the vibe that like I want right now. Exactly. Yeah. So like I, I feel like a lot of people just kind of drop music randomly, and then it's like you could be in the summer, and then someone drops like a song that would feel like it's a not like Halloween type song or something like that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and it's like it's not that big of a deal realistically whenever you're coming yeah. up, but if you can associate a certain vibe with a certain season, those like your audience and your listeners will be like, oh, it's fall this song dropped in the fall, I'm going to go re-listen to it because it gave me that kind of fall vibe. Yeah, it, so. it definitely, like, helps, especially, like, when it drops. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's funny because I actually, like, looking back, like, on, like, what playlists I was on and stuff mm-hmm. for, like, Smoke, I saw, like, a few, like, Halloween yeah. spooky seasons at <laughs> playlists. I was like, word. <laughs> yeah. Fits in, I guess. Which, I mean, also works with your marketing, too, I guess, just because, yeah, you'd, like, yeah. certain people have, like, oh, a Halloween playlist out you know, winter playlist. And if you can get onto there, it might not be, you know, consistent plays, but it's going to be monthly plays. Exactly. Like, you, yeah. can, you know, oh, this song is going to do well during this time because it's associated with that season. People have it on, like, that right. seasonal playlist and then they'll, like, run up passive, like, you know, plays. Yeah, exactly. So, that's something I feel like a lot more, not only artists, but, like, just producers got to, like, figure out because. If the artists are making music based on the seasons, the producers can make beats that feel like that season, so then it can coincide with yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like it's all, it's it's just really interesting how like the smallest things. I guess the seasons aren't really small, but it's how like any kind of there's certain there's a lot of variables that affect listeners, creators, and everything like that. And yeah, definitely. But it's it's just. It's crazy. It's crazy how there's so much that can go into a single song that not a lot of people kind of like look into that much. Right. That's the thing with like the summer, like summer songs, mm-hmm. like they're just marketed as like the summer hits. Like mm-hmm. they do so well because <laughs> the marketing. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's made like for the summer though. Yeah. It's, just, it's the same song with the different artists, but you know, it hits every time. Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> What shirt are you wearing right now? That's I, I, I like it. It's really cool. <laughs> Thanks. This is the Jesus King merch, actually. That's what I thought, yeah. Kanye. <laughs> Did you get it, like, in person, or was it online? Yeah, I got it online, like, when the album dropped. Yeah. What's your, um, what are your thoughts on that album? It's funny. I actually bought it, like, before the album dropped. I think that was one of the ones that was delayed, like, a few yeah. days. I have, the, was uh, I have the vinyl <laughs> on this side. I don't know if you can see or, it, right there. I have almost like every yay vinyl, but I ha- I don't have Jesus King. Um, I think yeah, that's like the only one I don't have. Actually. I have. <laughs> but, let's see. I have the Kitsy Ghost, Late Registration, Yay, Jesus is King. Um, eight oh eight is up here, and then I have. My oh, I don't have eight oh eight. I have my beautiful yeah. dark twisted fantasy. I yeah. Like I have, I need. I still need the other ones, but I know some of them didn't like officially release. Impressive, yeah. yeah. So, like, I'll grab the bootleg or whatever. Uh, yeah. 
but I think I have all the official released ones except for, um, I think College Dropout had one. I'm not sure. I think yeah, so. yeah, that was my first one. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's crazy expensive right now, so I'm trying to save up for it. Really, damn. Yeah. It's because I think most of them They're have like the. Uh, the one that like opens three ways and has like three vinyls and everything, not like just a single one. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like the, my beautiful artist. Yeah. Thing. So it's like, it's going to be way more just because it's a lot more, you know, Perfection. in it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely. I want, I definitely need that one. And then after that, I'll figure out, you know, the bootleg ones. Yeah, for real. I, I see them sometimes around. I saw mm-hmm. a Pablo one like at a store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a year ago, I mean, I should have it. <laughs> Yeah, never know when you'll uh, when you'll see it again. Mm-hmm. But speaking of that, do you have like any plans on like vinyls, CDs, stuff like that? Because I know you have merch. You have like shirts and jackets. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge vinyl person for sure. Um, I've also been looking at like tapes too, maybe doing some cassettes. Um, but I, I think once I have like an official full length project, I'll yeah. definitely look into some vinyls. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a huge vinyl head, so I gotta, I no, gotta yeah. do it at some point. My line. whole, my whole plan is to fill this whole wall and that one up with the uh, vinyls going down. That'd be sick. Yeah, like I got all these, and then I have I think four or five in my room, like yeah. hanging on the wall. But like those are all like signed, so I don't want to, yeah. to keep them here. I want them in my own personal space. Yeah. But no, yeah, like those shirts that you got, they're pretty cool. I like the uh, the it's like simple design. But yeah, like, it's not like you know. I know a lot of um, artists' merch is really specific to them, which is cool and all. But like, I don't want to walk around with like a guy's face on my shirt. Uh, yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> like it's cool, but like yours are just smoke or like smoke here, which yeah. raises a question. Like, hey, you know what is that? But it's not like you know your face here or like just like it's not too obvious. It's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice and clean. <laughs> yeah, definitely, like, try to make it more of, like, a clothing line than, like, a merch. Yeah, exactly. Kind of have it feel like its own thing. Mm-hmm. And is that something you've been kind of looking into, is, like, or would be interested in, is, like, making your own clothing line separate from, like, your whole music thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like, I'm, like, just as into, like, the fashion really? stuff as I am into music for sure. So, yeah, definitely would like it to be, like, a separate thing. And, yeah. Maybe like sold in stores and stuff. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. That'd be tight, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to do like a the, like a spring summer drop and then a fall winter drop. So mm-hmm. a couple like lines a year, but yeah, yeah. Just gotta wait till the right moment. Got to got to build up your fan base and then just unload all the merch on them. Yeah, exactly. Right now, I feel like it's more. Um, like it, it just helps like overall with like the brand and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, eventually I would like to like push it more and put yeah. more focus into it. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people who like, um, or at least like the idea, what I think like the best idea is, is having your merch not be like a separate part of your brand, but like a separate branch because it helps kind of make your brand itself like a little world where you can like yeah. listen to the music. Oh you can get the merch. Oh, you can watch the shows, stuff like that. It just, it builds yeah. the experience more for people coming in and people who've been in there for a while. 
Yeah, exactly. I feel like early on, because I actually started the clothes like around when I started putting out music on SoundCloud, so like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and early on, I feel like it was like it was heavily inspired by like golf and like mm-hmm. easy almost, but not not like the designs, but just yeah. like like that, like having its own separate thing, but it's also like associated with me in a way, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Definitely, I feel that. I think both of them are doing a great job with, like, you yeah. know, oh, this brand is associated with them, but you're not like, you know, this brand is like their merch. Because they, then they have like their also other merch for their projects for this and this on top of that. Which yeah. It's just great overall. And it has like a specific look to like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, like, golf is a logo, but like, even still, like, with like no logos, you can kind of like be yeah. like, yeah, that's definitely it's, like it's kind of like that, uh, it's like kind of like that school, school vibe. That that's like how whenever I see it, I'm like, yeah. it reminds me of like school in like a good Very way, like, like preppy school right. and stuff like that. Pastel-y. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's cool. I uh, I've been I've always been interested in like clothing, merch, and all that. So it's yeah. always been cool. We had um, Colin, Pretty Boy Call, season one, I want to say. <laughs> And mm-hmm. he's got his brand, Hogleg and Entertainment, and they're killing it. They just released yeah. Black Friday merch, but I just, I remember, I was like last year when he was on, or two years ago, something like that, and just the level of not only design, but quality from two years ago versus now from what I've seen from them is just yeah. crazy. Yeah, just that's like awesome. Their, yeah, that's their whole amazing. aesthetic is there, nice. and it's just crazy because it's like, it's up. It's an up and coming brand, but it feels like a totally solidified brand that's been here for a while, just based off you know the quality, the aesthetic, and everything. Yeah. So that's always yeah. Been cool. Yeah, I'd love to like. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole like aesthetic thing. Mm-hmm. Just have, like, just look at a piece and know it's like, mm-hmm. sort of clothing co. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, do you have any? What are your like future plans, music wise, clothing wise, that you got right now? Um, so music, uh, I got two singles left this year. Um, about to announce the, <laughs> the date for the for the first one. Um, pretty soon though, but I mean they're both dropping in December though, so they'll yeah. be out okay. very soon. Um, but yeah, both collabs with Feedback Looper guys too, so that'll be dope. Um, definitely like some of my best work of the year, so I'm hyped nice. for that. And then um, just started kind of working on a couple projects for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say too much yet, but they're, like, pre- pretty different. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, like, one of them more heavily inspired by, like, the smoke vibe, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, a little darker, a little, um, I don't know, just, yeah, a little darker. It has a little more, like, trap influence, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's a little different for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the other project I'm working on, um, I don't know, I think people who fucked it somehow, some way, will like, kind of like this one. It'll be more lyrical, but mm-hmm. um, definitely a little bigger in production. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully some pretty cool features. So, okay. yeah, that's like kind of my two main focuses for next year, just those two projects. They're going to be, I don't want to call them albums, I guess. But like, no, yeah, they're going to be more concise and everything than right now. Yeah, and okay. a little more... I guess like mixtapes, yeah. more full length okay. projects, but yeah. that's hype. Um, 
yeah so a lot of music next year for sure Sir, that's what we like always got to be yeah. consistently dropping for sure especially like after this year i don't know just like i want to keep building off of everything but yeah and um you how many how many singles have you dropped overall um it'll be how many are in this 10 I think I've dropped seven t- singles total. It'll be mm-hmm. nine at the end of the year. And um, have you seen more success on those singles by themselves or like the project's full length? <sighs> like numbers wise, at least. Probably the projects, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I mean, the early singles that came out were all like building up to the first project. Yeah. Um, so those were just like, I saw a nice like exponential growth, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, but then like going into the project that somehow some way definitely like did the best mm-hmm. out of all like the singles and everything um and i dropped like a single in between that and the smoke but that was kind of like a little low-key i didn't mm-hmm. promote it that much um but it did like pretty well but definitely smoke did like very well too yeah. so i think yeah the projects i'm not too sure why i guess just you put more marketing into it and stuff mm-hmm. but um more people are like looking to tap in but um yeah, definitely, like, the EPs, too, I've, like, learned this year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you always see, like, people saying, like, if you're an indie, independent artist, like, don't drop an album yet. Like, just mm-hmm. do EPs, singles, and, like, uh, it's, like, kind of true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, the EPs are good, um, just, like, for, like, marketing-wise mm-hmm. and everything, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely feel, because I've heard that a lot, but I don't know. I feel like... If you are a person who's, you know, who rather put like a full blown body of work like an album, definitely yeah. do it. Just because if you if you put in your time and everything and put it together, people are gonna like it either way. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like if you're trying to get you know a little little EP together, just kind of hold it over for a bit. Go ahead. But yeah. I feel like people shouldn't be scared to put out an album because realistically. Until you make it, you can change what it's called anyway. So like, yeah, right. <laughs> you can drop an album, but then be like, two years later, oh that no, that was just a you know that was a project, that was a mixtape, something like that. Right. <laughs> so, like yeah, but at the same time, at the point where people are right now, it's not too serious. Yeah. So. That's what I, I kind of like realized this year too. Like being an independent artist, like you can experiment like all you want, mm-hmm. like. It's not the end of the world if you have a single that flops. Like, it literally doesn't yeah. matter. Like, and, like, who knows? Someone in, like, six months may discover that song and fuck with it. So, like, yeah. But, yeah, definitely. That was, like, a big part of Smoke, mm-hmm. too. I was, like, kind of feeling, like, all right, I feel like I could experiment <laughs> a little. Yeah. It's okay if people don't like it. but mm-hmm. That's what I feel like a lot of, like, just up-and-coming artists are... They... F- How do I put this? They, um... They feel like they should be working as a mainstream artist, which yeah. no doubt, you know, think of yourself as a mainstream artist all you want. I'm all about, you know, confidence and all that, but yeah. you're not a Drake. You can't drop a song <laughs> un, like unannounced and have it do good. You're right. You're like, yeah, you know, you can do it if you have like a more solid enough fan base. Definitely. You can run up a few thousand plays, but when you're up and coming, do what, like, don't worry about being a mainstream artist because 
if you're too focused, oh, I shouldn't drop an album until I have a few thousand. I shouldn't do this at this time. I should, it, you're limiting yourself and you're not allowing yourself to breathe and experiment and do this because you're too focused on what an artist is doing who's already been through what they've been through. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> I, I've seen that so many times on like my Twitter timeline, on Instagram. <laughs> and I want to say something. I really do. But at the same time, I'm afraid it's going to come off as like a hate or something like hey, that. Right. <laughs> so, nah, I'm I know a, it's here. I'm going to say it here because this is more, you know, construction <laughs> and whatever constructional, constructional criticism. Yeah. So, <laughs> constructive yeah. criticism. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I see that a lot and it's just, it, it annoys me because I know they have so much more potential that they're not putting a use just because they're following all these major mainstream artist guidelines exactly. when it doesn't apply to them because they're not at the level they are. And it's like not just the music too, it's like experiment with like the marketing too. Mm-hmm. Like it's like right, they're just like posting links and stuff, mm-hmm. like do visuals, like exactly, lyric yeah. like there's so much different content you could do now. Like Yeah. You just try everything. Like something's gonna work. Exactly. Like this uh we Tommy Mayhem, he's with Underground Stars and whenever he drops a song or even a project, I'm like, bro, send me the cover art like a week in advance. Let me make the visuals. Because every drop we've had so far, there's been either a like an animated video of the cover for pre-release, a trailer yeah. for the EP for pre-release. And even when it drops, we have every song has a canvas for like Spotify that we use for like, you post it on your story, be like, oh, new song out, whatever, yeah. the link. Just so it's not like a picture of the, you know, Spotify page or the Apple Music page and says right. new song out. It's a whole 15 second video animated to keep, you know, the viewer's eye on it. And then with the song in the background and then the link. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's those smaller things that you might not think of are a big deal. But I'd, I would much rather watch a quick 10 second cool little video with the song in it than see a link and be like, oh, new song out. Right, right. And, like, not yeah. only – they might not, you know, press it, but they're more aware of it, and they might, you know, like it. They might retweet it. And having that, like, song in the background, people will hear part of it. And as long as you choose, you know, like, a good part, they're going to go listen to it. And yeah, and it's just, like – yeah, right. Even if they don't click it, you just, like – they keep seeing you post stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you're coming yeah. off very professional, presentable. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. It's they're going to think you're, like, doing big moves. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! He's got a he's got a video for this. this he's doing big things. Exactly. <laughs> and then you check the Spotify page. It's like two 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 listens, ten listens. <laughs> right. But <laughs> fake it until you cool, make man. it. That's what you got to do. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's um, is that something you've been kind of experimenting with or plan to? Is like all the visual aspects of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do like most of my own visuals and. Like nothing too crazy. I haven't <laughs> like done yeah. yet, but definitely like recently, I've been thinking about um, music videos too, especially mm-hmm. with these two projects mm-hmm. for next year. Um, I think I'd definitely like to put uh, some work into like a couple of videos for those. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I always just like experiment with like different types of visuals and stuff. Um, I've done like a few like lyric videos too. I think I definitely need to do a little more of that, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's like try everything. Like, <laughs> see what yeah. hits. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, hey, we're 
you're the perfect you know stage to figure out what's what's working what's not yeah exactly so, i know um what's it called i know a lot of like the lyric videos do pretty well just depending on the yeah. like the video you have linked to it yeah exactly because not only can you like hear it but you can like read what they say and everything so it's just it's it's more engaging than a lot of stuff yeah definitely need to get on that i've been doing tiktok like i just stay on tiktok so much yeah. but I, i've been going pretty hard on tiktok now for like a month or two so that's seen some growth which is good uh, do, you, uh, do you think a lot of other people should hop on that right now honestly yeah, it, yeah. it's like it's like i mean it is what it is it can be like awkward to like get in front of the camera definitely mm-hmm. like i'm not like a total camera person but mm-hmm. i'm like content maker but like if you just keep like putting your songs over like videos, like you don't have to do anything too crazy. Yeah. And like as long as you're consistent, that algorithm is like by far the most helpful for creators. I feel like it like really pushes your stuff to like the right people too. So yeah. I would definitely recommend it. <laughs> do you do like do you do um is your page like built around like musical stuff or is it just like videos that you have like your music going over? Yeah, mine I focus more towards my music okay. um I, yeah do like some um try to do some like behind the scenes videos or like mm-hmm. previews definitely um but a lot of the times like it's just the videos of like you sitting there playing your song mm-hmm. the text on the screen saying this is my song go check it out like yeah. those are the videos that like seem to do well for some reason just like the short simple ones so yeah there's a lot of stuff like that like just stay consistent with it but mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know a lot of people, a lot of artists are like, I want to do TikTok, but I don't want to do it because I don't want to come off it's, as like one of those cringy up and coming artists that are just trying to push their music out. When in reality, yeah. those are the people who are getting, you know, thousands of plays because they're doing what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. I, yeah. I had to find like, a, it, it feels weird like telling people, I mean, in any social media, but like TikTok especially because it's like a video and stuff. Just yeah feels like you're like telling people like mm-hmm. listen to my music but like yeah as long as you keep it like casual and stuff i'm just yeah. like this is my song if you fuck with it check it out yeah and like, like that's seen it works mm-hmm. i know ijr he's an artist shout out ijr um he does tiktok and his whole platform is based around vocal stuff so like he shows how to sound like travis scott how to sound like baby yeah. keem and he just hit like ten thousand. And he's getting, like, yeah. <laughs> tens of thousands of views on his stuff. But then, like, he can also take that 10,000 people who watch him and funnel it into his new song. Exactly. But, and it's not like, oh, all he talks about is music. I don't want to listen to this because that's all he talks about. It's like, oh, he's giving us all these, you know, tips and tricks. The least I can do is to pre-save his new song. Check out his new I- song. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. the producers and engineers on TikTok do crazy, just, mm-hmm. like, little tips. Like, even if it's, like, a 10-second video. Yeah. Like, I follow so many of them, <laughs> like, definitely. But that's, I've been doing also, like, um, I did, like, I posted a video and had people, like, comment, um, like, links to their songs that said, like, if you're under, like, a thousand monthly listeners, I'll, like, re- review your song and do, like, a video. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that where I, like, listen to people's music. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely, like, gotten some exposure, which is good. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's just cool to, like, discover oh, music, yeah, definitely. definitely. But, um, yeah, definitely, like, that has been, like, my little side mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, yeah, any type of, like, musical-related content. Yeah. Good. 
All right, so the way we end these off, I don't know if you know, if you made it to the end of any one, but it's, I got three questions for you. All right? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The first one is if you could make a collab project with any artist, who would it be? Uh, that's, <laughs> um, I would probably say Mike Dean. Really? Um, whole synth yeah. Thing? Just the production side of it would be mm, crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, just anything he, he touches, I'm like, he's insane. I mean, like, just like his synths and stuff. And it's like weird because that's not like really my type of mm-hmm. music, definitely. But like, yeah, just like the way uh, like, he plays a synth, like, and like his Crazy. mixing is incredible, but yeah. yeah, I mean, he can pick up any instrument, like the, the guitar. Um, yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> Definitely, really Mike Dean. All right, second one is what kind of area or region of music do you think you draw the most inspiration from, or you just enjoy the most? Um, I probably would say both. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> New York hip hop. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm from New York. Um, but definitely, and not necessarily like the guys you associate with like New York hip hop, mm-hmm. like Biggie, stuff, yeah. um, but more like, like Doom, um, mm-hmm. ASAP Rock, like kind of like the underground guys, mm-hmm. um, and like ASAP Rocky, definitely, and yeah. stuff, I think early on, probably like inspiration wise. Um, and I mean, also who I listen to, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, <laughs> probably the most like East Coast hip hop, but. Um, yeah, definitely like a lot of guys like coming out of the underground scene, like mm-hmm. Mike and um, like Navy Blue and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Definitely. All right, you you took that way easier than most people. Most people like they take a whole like minute and a half to stop <laughs> and think. Pseudo took like a good two three minutes to answer each one. <laughs> but um, last thing is, what advice do you have for any other up and coming artist? creatives anything in general um just like don't be afraid to put yourself out there mm-hmm. um it's like definitely the scariest thing in the world but once you do it like i don't know if something changes like um just keep doing it keep experimenting um and like stay consistent too mm-hmm. that's like definitely one thing i've learned this year especially um just stay consistent especially like in today's day and age with like the content like yeah just keep putting out content keep building keep connecting with people um that's like the biggest thing now definitely mm-hmm. it's so easy to lose people's attention right <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll post like you'll post a song and they're like oh that's sick and then if you don't talk about it the next day they're be like i forgot about it exactly yeah you gotta have mm-hmm. like prepared you know <laughs> have yeah. the content ready to go oh, yeah but yeah all right, man. Well, that was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Thank always, you for having me, man. Of course. It's always fun. It's always nice finding, especially with this, it's always great finding just new artists, new producers. That yeah. Fact. Maybe I've heard of, just not really looked into too much, but it's always yeah. great. Um, I don't have it with me right now, but I will be sending you over a season three sticker. Oh, sick. <laughs> it's, it, it, it looks just like, you know, the whole, the, like the underground stars podcast twitter profile but in a sticker form i gotta get those i've been (laughs) slacking on that just because i uh i've been on break like twice in a row so i didn't want to order it and then it go to where i was after i'm not there anymore 
<laughs> so it's been a struggle. But I'm gonna be sending you over a season three sticker. And um, make sure y'all check him out on all platforms. Yeah, all, all platforms. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You on YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. All right, I'm gonna have everything linked below. And yeah, thank y'all for watching and listening, and we will catch y'all next week. Peace.